0: Hello, our little uh, Shirazi Jazzy Hands.
1: Spillage is lickage. I hate Shirazi Jazzy Hands. I hate it more than Coquettes, but it's the only thing we could think of. So, suggestions are once again welcome.
0: Very much welcome. You can't put Shirazi Jazzy Hands in a hashtag.
1: No, it's too long. It's too long. Hello, our little, I don't even want to say it, Shirazi Jazzy Hands. And welcome to... SIP THAT RED red WINE, wine. BITCH! Today, you are getting part two of breakups.
0: But it's not just breakups, because someone in this room, bear in mind there's two people in this room, haven't actually been in a relationship and haven't had a proper breakup.
1: Listen, there is no shame from it. I'm not embarrassed. I am not embarrassed.
0: So you shouldn't be embarrassed. No,
1: because I still have heartbreak to talk about. And it's coming up. It's coming right at you.
0: Our special guest wine.
1: <gasps> Our special guest wine, I love that. Yeah, tea. Is, uh, Caleb picked this out today. The, the Dow. De- Dow Dow? Dao.
0: Dao, I would have said Dow.
1: And it is a Portuguese 2018 red wine.
0: Tinto is usually quite light, but the, I, this is quite light, but it's also quite woody.
1: I really like this. This is right up my streak.
0: Just know that it's good. Just know oh, okay. that it's good. it's relatively
1: good. young, but it has tannins that will marry well with rich game dishes.
0: What did you say? Rich gay?
1: Yeah. Get <laughs> it goes well with rich gays so no one in this room so last week we were talking about your breakup with your first boyfriend yes and how fucking phenomenal of a breakup it was on your part
0: one that honestly i hate to say this but like something i'll never forget just because it was so full of drama and like it's such a good story to tell and
1: here's about me and caleb i think one of us could honestly experience the worst thing ever like we, one of us could be cheated on one of us could be um we could be held at gunpoint and we'd phone the other one up and we'd be like bitch
0: you're not gonna, gonna believe this.
1: this during lock no this is so t- so me and caleb over lockdown one because we were desperate for some gossip. Oh, we were gagging for gagging it. Gagging for some tea. Started romanticising the idea of FaceTiming each other because we couldn't see each other in person. And saying this was like our little code language. It was our little secret, our secret message to each other that we were we were about to, to spill, spill the tea. Spill the motherfucking tea. We were gonna say, pick up the FaceTime, ring ring, pick up. Caleb, what would you say to me?
0: You are not gonna believe what's just happened to me. And
1: it didn't even matter. After the believe, it was, I was sat down, I was ready. I had my headphones in, my parents (laughs) were out the room. I was ready to hear some piping, hot green tea, or whatever tea it was, I don't care.
0: We don't discriminate against tea here. Uh, Yeah,
1: I I don't know why I chose green tea, I'm a little bit drunk, anyway. It didn't happen, let's be honest. Lockdown one was completely uneventful. Yeah. So if this breakup happened during lockdown, I don't I wouldn't even care it was lockdown. Because the amount of drama that happened.
0: It would take us it would take us so long to get over it.
1: And it would have taken it would have carried me through lockdown one. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that I need to happen in lockdown two because lockdown two fucking sucks. Let's talk about that for a second.
0: We're in lockdown three, bitch.
1: <gasps> oh my God! Lockdown three fucking sucks. Lockdown two wasn't that bad.
0: Lockdown two was actually bliss.
1: You, yeah, because you were living with your boyfriend. Yeah. No, lockdown two was, was fine. Lockdown one was better than lockdown two, I think.
0: There's been this thing on TikTok where people are like, lockdown one, I miss her. I love her so much. Banana bread, whipped coffee. I want it. Also better. the
1: days were only getting longer. Yeah. It was only getting hotter, which sucked for me because I came back from Eastbourne for a weekend. Um I had a backpack full of clothes. In March. Bitch. March in England, you're still in the 10 degrees kind of Celsius. Well,
0: 15.
1: No. March, are you joking? Do you think? Okay, 10 to 15 degrees. A weekend, people. Lockdown was announced on the the Monday. I didn't go back to London for four months. I was living in jeans and joggers way, way into August. It was horrendous. It was horrible. That's sad. Really sad. Caleb saw me in two outfits. Two outfits alone. Um, On the days that I did laundry, I lived in bras and p- bras and pants. Like that was it, because I didn't have any other clothes.
0: My favorite top of yours is the, and it's sort of like the adult equivalent to boys. I'd rather have a sleepover. <laughs> it's
1: tea. Oh my god! And Dolly Alderton would live for that.
0: Tea, but it is the, the girls heart. just want to have fundamental rights.
1: Yes, it's like, the it is it's equivalent. The, it's the the post pubescent version of boys i'd rather have a, a sleepover. yes and i'm so glad i have it and you know who bought that for me your mom my younger brother <gasps>
0: no my younger
1: brother i know this is so funny one christmas i asked for feminist graphic tees that was on my christmas
0: iconic <laughs> iconic
1: and that's the one my little brother bought me some
0: some bitches ask for a puppy for christmas some bitches ask ask.
1: some bitches ask for a modern renaissance palette i asked for a fucking feminist graphic tee and that's the type of person i am that's the type of person i thought i was now now is the day that i asked for a modern renaissance palette. (laughs) (laughs) i've gone backwards um anyway yeah lockdown three is is shit is shit and i needed that type of drama but you definitely won that breakup. Oh, and that's absolutely. what made it so good. Yeah, winning. No one talks about that enough. Winning the breakup is everything. Because someone wins.
0: Some so, so many people are like, "There's no winning in a breakup." Yes, Lies. there fucking is. You're lying
1: to yourself. If you think because you
0: lost the you you're yes, trying to
1: justify it to yourself.
0: You lost the breakup, so you're like, "There's no winning in a breakup."
1: Yeah, there is, bitch. Yeah. The only losing to winning the breakup is the fact that you you might have to be the person that waits a little bit before you move on. Yeah. Because you know you have to be the bigger person. Which
0: is exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, but Mm -hmm. but because he fucked you over a little bit or like tried to, but you know you slayed it. You could then do whatever the fuck you wanted, which you did.
0: I did. So uh, there used to be these nights, there still is like after COVID ends, but there's these nights in Canterbury called Glitterbomb. Um,
1: <gasps> be- no, listen.
0: It, Lara and I had the best night of our lives at the, on this night out.
1: Canterbury is a beautiful city, it actually is, like I actually really like it. Even um, more
0: beautiful nightlife.
1: <laughs> yes, and they have gay nights uh or like gay club night's called Glitter bomb and Caleb thank god took me to one so much fun they, so much fun they've got drag queens they've got like go go dancers Is that yeah. what they called go go dancers it's in the most cramped space you could imagine like they they literally cram hun- like hundreds More than that More than 100. Like 250. 250 people into like a small... Venue. Venue. Yeah. But I live for it because everyone's feeling the energy. The vibe is being passed around. It's... It's good. It's good.
0: It's really good. I went there one night with my... One of my best friends, Molly. She's gay too. We were just like, let's have a camp night. Let's go. Let's just do it. (laughs)
1: Let's have a camp kiki. Let's have a camp
0: kiki. And... I saw this boy. Honestly, this boy was beautiful. He had olive skin. He had longish curtains. It's
1: like (laughs) me right now. I am sat here with curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to be him?
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're aspiring for it.
0: (laughs) No, the reason why I've got curtains right now is because my I can't get my hair cut, and this is the only hairstyle that will accommodate this. Maine. Caleb
1: says will accommodate. Is trying to accommodate. <laughs> Needs to be <me> slightly longer. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. You look great. You look great. I
0: feel like you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> me
1: sat here not having shaved in like two months. You're fine. Don't worry. So
0: I saw this boy, absolutely beautiful. I turned to my friend Molly and I said. I need to get with that boy tonight. I need to get with him.
1: And here we are again with Caleb's single confidence. Yeah. It oh. exceeds, exceeds expectations.
0: It's crazy. And like low key manifestation, like me yes. being like, I need to get with that boy. And anyway, let's carry on with the story. Also,
1: I feel like it's pretty privilege. Like you're very pretty. So, like, you aim for someone you're going to get with them. I don't know. Most likely. You're just as good looking
0: as this was This was literally two days after I shaved off my moustache, which was <gasps> not pretty privileged.
1: Ooh, no, Caleb went through a stage. I don't know who told you. I don't know who told you to grow a moustache, but he did it. And it wasn't a sexy moustache. It wasn't a dad moustache. It wasn't a porn star, 80s porn star stubble with moustache. It was a line. Yeah, yeah.
0: but I, th- I feel like it was like, after my breakup, I was just like, I need, I need a change. Yeah. And I just went yeah. with the facial hair.
1: Yeah, most people dye their hair. You went with facial hair, which I think is less damaging. Yeah. For most people. But For you, it was your reputation went down the toilet for a good <laughs> few months there.
0: Two. So I just shaved it off. I just shaved the moustache off.
1: Thank the Lord. And
0: I went to this club and I saw this boy. I said I wanted to get with him. And then... I saw him so many times around the club and like he didn't seem like he was like looking Bye, at me or anything. having a moment, yeah. So he didn't seem like he was doing that at all. And then this girl comes up to me, this, this beautiful blonde girl comes up to me and she just grabs my face and starts kissing me. And I was like, I'm really sorry, <laughs> you... I'm gay. Like I'm gay, you're at a gay club, I'm gay. You shouldn't be surprised, but yeah, that's just what the deal is. And she went, oh. She runs away. I didn't see her for a solid like two minutes. And two minutes is a long time when you think about it. And I was just sat I was just there with my friends, like whatever, dancing a bit. What
1: just happened?
0: And then she comes back with this boy that I said, I was like, I need to get with him.
1: And, and I- you know, if you can put yourself in Killer's position here, internally screaming when that happened. Literally. That's something out of like a, a, that's something out of my Mad Fat Diary. No? Two
0: no it is i was literally like oh my god i can't believe it this is the guy that she just gone and got we dance for a bit we make out for a bit he gives me his snapchat which is a bit cringy but he gives me his snapchat and then i leave because it's quite late the club shuts at two which is the worst part about it the worst
1: you say the worst part caleb goes to bed early these days caleb is not as big of a party animal as he used to be. To be honest, I these days you, I have a
0: mental clock and it, the clock strikes two. I think two. it's because
1: you went to university in Canterbury. Clubs close at two in small towns. Not yeah. that Canterbury is a town, but it's small. Yeah. Um, whereas in in London, not to I'm not you know not to flex, but clubs close at six a.m. here, so you've got to keep partying. Yeah. You've got to get your money's worth. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sweetie, I want it to be like twenty p an hour.
1: If I'm not awake at 10 AM, wasn't a good night. Team, It's the worst day, the day next.
0: See, that's what I like about it. Because I can sort of, I can wake up at 8 AM. I'll be like, okay, well, like, I got five, six hours sleep. I can chill for the day. I'm not, I do not feel disgusting, but I like, I can just sort of get a takeaway, do a little bit of work, no, go I, to bed. These
1: days, if I was going to bed at 6 AM, o- oh fuck it, no. Co- Co- COVID has ruined me. It's ruined me. It's ruined my reputation. It's ruined me after COVID. I am an old woman now. But pre-COVID, oh. I was a 6am baby. You
0: climatise to what situation you're in though. Because mm. when the club's open again...
1: Oh, you bet your ass. you bet your... I don't know why I'm doing that accent. <laughs> you bet your ass. I will be up.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, Adam on Snapchat. He asked me back. We of con- course he does. We converse for a while, and then we make
1: it se- make it more sexy. I dare you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we go on a few dates. We go um, on a like on a, on a bar crawl, a pub crawl. We get drunk together. Then we go to this bar. If you ever go to Canterbury, even above Glitterbomb, I'm so sorry. Go to the cherry tree and oh, get, I've been... get something called a pig fucker because they're, they're so delicious and they get you far. They're
1: not delicious. I have to, they're, they're sweet. They're really sweet. I'm just not a sweet person. They taste
0: like juice.
1: They're not my thing. You but can... yes, they're like getting a, a Long Island iced tea. They yeah. get you fucked.
0: Oh, I haven't even mentioned.
1: <gasps> this is so important.
0: He's Swedish.
1: Oh my God. He
0: is a Nordic. God. Oh,
1: and okay. No, I need I need to cut in here a little story. Listen, me and Caleb have both had little situations with Nordic gods. Um, I went I went traveling in the summer of two thousand nineteen. Uh, I met a Canadian girl and a Norwegian boy who was her friend, and me and this Canadian girl went to stay with her, uh, stay with her, stay with him, this Nordic boy, uh, for five days. I get there, it's cute, it's whatever. We're cooking dinner in his kitchen. Then his flatmate gets home. I hear this beautiful Norwegian accent say, oh, hello. Like think Kristoff from um, Frozen, Yeah. Um... right? I turn around, I'm five foot 10. I don't know if I've said that before, but I'm gonna say it again. I'm a tall girl. I turn around, this man, could have encompassed me in his little toe. He was six foot six. Let me say it again. Six foot fucking six. Mm. He was beautiful. He had blonde, natural blonde hair. It was curly. It was a little bit long. He had a beanie on. Uh. Oh my God, he had a beard. He was everything and more I needed, wanted ever aspired to have in a man nordic men that's nordic it the men. full stop period 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 Period. get yourself a nordic man T. thor literally thor. it was yeah. thor i saw thor in the flesh
0: it's so funny that we both had nordic crushes
1: i feel like it was meant to be
0: yeah, please. I will meet him
1: again, and that's I will why we're marry such him. Such good
0: friends,
1: <gasps> because we both have this like common interest. Yeah. Maybe that's the key to friendship: having common interests. Maybe, 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 maybe just. Maybe.
0: So we went on this bar crawl. He, we get to this place called the Cherry Tree, and he goes, "My curfew's in a few minutes." Because he was an exchange student, so like <laughs> he goes, "I have to back up my host's house in like twenty minutes." let's see who can drink this drink faster. So we like- That's
1: so flirty. I love that shit.
0: Literally. And so we like had a competition, see who could drink our drinks faster. And then we went home, like kissed goodbye. And then a few more dates happened. We went out a few more times. He introduced me to snooze.
1: (gasps) Snooze, another thing. Uh, We both introduced to snooze by Nordic men once again. It is a little cushion of backy that you put up in your lip. Oh. There's this whole thing called snooze face because it looks awful. Yeah. Because you have, like... It's a little cushion between your... Like, in the diagonal between your nostril and the corner of your lip. You know you have a cushion. Everyone's put gum there before. You put a little snooze cushion up there and it just slowly releases tobacco. Oh, it's amazing.
0: When you're drunk, it makes you feel, like, ten times more drunk.
1: I... But... It never like fucked me up too bad. No. I loved it and it's recently come to England. We need to get we some. We are looking for it. I need it, I need I it need in my it. life.
0: I just need to feel that feeling again just to make sure it was real.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna take picture, and I'm gonna send it to my Nordic boy and be like, hey, long time no speak, but they recently introduced snooze to England <laughs> and like thinking of you. Can marry you, can marry you. And then I'm gonna send him a nude <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do it bitch.
1: There's nothing to lose. Nothing to lose when there's snooze involved.
0: Tea. Yeah. <laughs> no truer words ever spoken.
1: This this, this episode is about breakups. When are we getting on to oh. the heartbreak?
0: Okay, so... You're in
1: love with him, we get it.
0: Yeah, I was infatuated with yeah, him. Yeah, not
1: in love. Infatuated. The type of infatuated you only get. Summer romances, little flings. Yeah, There is a... There is a set amount of time especially when that time is restricted the persons from another country you're never going to see them again there's nothing quite like it it's like oh. it's like it's like a drug
0: it gives you it gives your mind the space to fantasize and romanticize about what it could and, be and
1: not have it disappoint you yes but dangerous dangerous so dangerous because the heartbreak you get from that it's, is real oh.
0: The heartbreak I got from this boy leaving mm-hmm. was worse than the heartbreak of my two-year-long relationship.
1: And... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for your boy, your ex-boy.
0: No, T, no. I, I, like, I I kind of do as well, but... <laughs> That's so funny. But... Honestly, this short period of time was so perfect because obviously it's going to be. Obviously, it's going to be perfect because we've got like we met each other about 10 times and every time we met, it was just perfect. I am
1: so jealous of people who have holiday romances like this. I've never had one. Really? Oh my god, I just sound like such a sad person on this podcast. <laughs> I've never been in love. I've never had a holiday romance. All I've had is heartbreak from boys that have, like, which we'll talk about later, which have never loved me back. But oh my think god, about literally... how
0: much this is building your character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Why has that made me feel so much worse? <laughs>
0: Anyway, this podcast isn't about you This is about me
1: No, listen, I don't deserve to have the confidence (laughs) that I have I don't I really, truly, honestly Who gave me this? I am not entitled to it
0: Do you know what I love? I love the fact that like Some people might listen to this podcast and never know what we look like
1: Oh my god, they're gonna think I'm fit as fuck They're gonna think I'm one of those girls that's fit as fuck That's like, I don't understand why boys don't love me Maybe it's because they're intimidated by me No, I'm like, I'm like maybe a No Seven
0: no, you are you're definitely a nine. Especially when when boys meet you, when you're dressed to the nines.
1: Oh, bitch! Especially now, I work out four times a week. Tea. My body, before lockdown, was like, mm, fine. My body now, snatched. Fucking snatched.
0: We love to see it.
1: And I will shout out my PT if anyone wants me to. Which they don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat here drinking red wine. <laughs>
0: So this boy left, he went back to Sweden and I cried and cried and cried literally every day I would just break out into tears and it would be like I'd walk into the living room and people would be watching TV and I'd walk in the, and, and like through the threshold of the door and I'd go guys I'm so sorry I'm about to start crying and then they'd be like, what? And then, like, tears would just be streaming down my face. And I'd be yeah. like, I don't know why I'm crying. No,
1: here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You've met him, like, ten times? How many times? Yeah, You've met ten him times. enough times to make those tears valid. So when you walked into a room and was like, guys, I'm actually really upset. People are like, oh, like, oh, I actually feel for him. Like, yeah. I understand this. This makes sense. Do you know what's worse than that? What? Being in love with someone who doesn't love you back, have never had a relationship with them, will never have a relationship with them. It's literally all in your head and you're still walking into rooms and going, "'Guys, I'm gonna cry about so-and-so.'" Because that's been me. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you lose friends from it. (laughs) People get fucking annoyed. People
0: get bored. People
1: get so, they're like, "'Why is this bitch, this psycho ass bitch crying?'
0: so why so why was that for you
1: okay let me let me start from the beginning we're going to make this short and sweet because it's so embarrassing i was 16 i went to a party one of the first house parties i'd been invited to because guess what if you haven't if you haven't guessed already i was a bit of a loser in school Uh, they haven't
0: guessed already we haven't done our podcast on school yet (laughs) oh my god that's one of our things
1: 100 um i was a bit of a loser in school by year 11 i was you know i i was getting there people were i was becoming the person i am today people grow up as well yeah people grow up they get over reputation whatever um i go to this house party i oh god yeah i'm gonna say it. this boy throws up in the toilet
0: I remember this.
1: I then get with him, no mouthwash, no toothpaste, no nothing, I get with him. It was uh, it was one of the lower moments of my life, but he was fit, he is fit, he's fit.
0: I've seen him in clubs before, and I've been like, that guy looks fit from the back, and then they turned around and I've seen who it is, and because I know who they are, I've been like, why did I Listen, just think he that?
1: Listen, has, he has terrible fashion sense, but in the face. Bone structure wise, goddamn. Yeah. I still would. I questionable
0: think. questionable morals.
1: Very questionable. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Not not important. I get with him, it's the first no second boy I've ever kissed. And I I think I've come to realise I am a hopeless romantic. I know when I get with someone in a club, I'm never gonna see them again. Yeah. But if that boy then sticks around, we talk for a little bit and like I feel like I'm quite easy to get along with. I mistake getting along with, with chemistry sometimes and then I, I do expect more, but like I don't ever, like I never do it myself. Yeah, I yeah. only I expect more than get my heart broken because if they don't message me, I definitely won't message them. Anyway, I wait for this boy to message me the next day because that's what I've grown up with. I've grown up with movies where boys message the next day. You know, yeah. They fall in love with you after a kiss. That didn't happen. But it was enough. So I was then in love with this boy. Infatuated. Let's say infatuated. infatuated. I had a big crush on this boy for two years. All my friends knew about it. A few of my friends had a thing with him, which is, is again, I don't hate them for, and I, I'm not mad about because I had nothing with this boy. I had a kiss. There was no... Yeah,
0: that's not that's not no. territory. No, and I also didn't
1: talk about it a lot because I get very embarrassed talking about my feelings. And so it was... My friends had all the right. Absolutely. But it broke my heart internally. I was like, why? <laughs> anyway, flash forward. I'm 17. And I get to this house party. I am there late because I've been at a open day or something like that. Or my sister's or I don't know. I get there late. And my best friend grabs me. She takes me up to one of the bedrooms. She's, she's really drunk. But she's like, Lara, I have to talk to, I have to, talk to you. And she goes, this boy, let's call him Luke, wants to fuck you. Like, he wants to get in your pants.
0: Don't we all guess. Oh,
1: bitch, I've seen me, I get it. I've also seen 17 year old me and I don't get it at all. <laughs> I should have known. And I'm like, what? He's never shown any interest in me. He, he definitely knows I fancy him because I've made it very obvious what the fuck and she's like no he told me and i was like well then it must be true why would she lie to me anyway flash forward after this party he messages me confirmed i'm like yes everything she's just said is true he messages me we're having some flanter, we're flirting he plus wants me to a party of course I'm going. I've literally had a crush on this boy for two years.
0: I'm going, I've planned out my outfit. I've planned what I'm gonna say to him I've, when I first run into him.
1: I've told everyone I fantasized about it every night and like, since I knew it was happening, I had it down. I was like, this is it, this is the moment. He's gonna fall in love with me. I'm gonna lose my virginity at the same time. I'm gonna lose my virginity to someone I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. <laughs> blah blah blah. Bit you thought so no
0: one does that. No one has loses their virginity to the person. Well, some people do. They're kind <laughs> of embarrassing. <Some> people... <laughs>
1: no, it was not gonna be me. That's just not. That's not part of my story. And also, it doesn't make a good story.
0: No, who wants to sit there? Who wants to review their life? You're okay. You're watching your life back as you're dying. Your life flashes before your eyes and you just see you, like, get with one person. You stay with them for the rest of your life. You have a family. Are you going to be satisfied with that? Are you going to go, this is a good show? Not
1: even that. Not even that. You sit there and you go, I lost my virginity to someone I was in love with when I was 17 and then they cheated on me two years later. Boring.
0: And then I stayed with them because I forgive them and I believe in them and I think they love me.
1: Ugh. And I hate myself? No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, we're joking, seriously. Yeah, we're really joking. Don't say with your boyfriend if he cheats on you. Um. Anyway, so I go to this party. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like my, I have to get like three trains to get there. With him though, so I'm like, worth it. Uh, I get there and I don't want to be too keen because I know this boy knows that I have a crush on him. That's the only reason he's invited me to this party. So I was like, I'm going to play hard to get because I know that works. My mum, my mum's told me, treat him mean, keep him keen. So I go and talk to a different boy. I'm not alone with him. I'm with another girl. He obviously fancies the other girl way more than me. But I stay there. I talk. I'm like, I'm going to wait for him to come to me because I'm the prize. I'm the 10 here. I'm the I'm the person he wants.
0: I'm the precious flower he's trying to obtain. Yes.
1: Then shit hits the wall. His friend, who is also one of my very good friends, comes running downstairs and he goes, Luke's lost his virginity, Luke's fucking, Luke's up in the main bedroom. Like, to the girl that's party is, he's like, Luke is fucking in your parents' bed. I've seen it, I saw it going, like a fucking not gay bar, that shit. He's like, a, he's a nice person, like, but in just in that moment, he sounds like a dick. And he turns to me and he looks at me in the eye in front of everyone. Because at this point, after you've shouted, Luke talks this about blah, blah, blah. Everyone is staring at you. Then he comes to me, he looks me dead in the eye. He points his little dirty finger in my face and he goes, in your face, Lara.
0: I can't believe knowing, knowing that person now, i can't believe that he did that like i think
1: i think he thought it was a joke i think he thought it was funny i think he also thought that i didn't care that much which makes me actually looking back on it now a lot happier about it because i think if he he was also 17 and i think boys especially straight boys at 17 are just not really thinking um and don't really know about I think it's hard to be a teenager, whatever gender, but I think yeah. it's, I don't think, you know, boys really understand what girls go through, just as girls don't really understand what boys go through.
0: How did you feel when, like, you heard can, that?
1: It was, one, heartbreaking, because I was like, this was my moment, but this boy I really fancy and he's just tossed me off like a...
0: Like you would have tossed him off. Yeah, literally.
1: (laughs) Um, Two, it was, it was, it knocked my confidence. Yeah. Because one, that boy literally just wanted someone to fuck. And I found out later that he just wanted to lose his virginity before he was 18 and he knew that I would have i would have slept with him so which is it's horrible it's balls. grim, balls are gross like yeah. if you feel like you need to lose your virginity before you're 18 one get your toxic masculinity is disgusting but two i feel sorry for you because the fact that you're 17 the biggest pressure in your life is to lose your virginity so you don't seem like a pussy to your friends
0: and three, get fucked. Get like, fucked. Like fuck literally you. Get fucked.
1: I'm not i I'm not an object. I'm not a piece of me. I had feelings for you. Like, I don't care if you didn't feel the same way. You can have some some sort of fucking empathy. Yeah. Some sort of fucking sympathy for me.
0: It's one of those things where you you sit there and go. I hope now you look back on that and go. I am so embarrassed that I would have ever thought that. It's one of those and things. And the thing is I
1: don't think he ever will. I don't think I I didn't mean shit to him. Which is fine. Like I, it's not fine. I, I can't believe I'm justifying it. It's not fine. At the end of the day, I never spoke my feelings to him, but I also knew he knew how I felt. Because otherwise he never would have been like, I'm gonna I wanna fuck Lara. He never he yeah. never would have played that game. Um,
0: it's really crazy how we sit there and we justify the things that people have done wrong to us in the past, even though that we know that they're wrong. Like, I try justifying the fact that my boyfriend didn't see me... Yeah. ...at all. You justify him doing that to you. Yeah. And you...
1: Oh, my God, I haven't even got to the worst part. So, I'm I'm heartbroken. I'm embarrassed. I'm also drunk. Um, and I'm also sat here flirting with a boy who does not fancy me. I'm also in the middle of nowhere, and I'm too drunk, and I think I'd pissed off my parents as well, I think I'd had an argument with them. I also knew no one else at this party, right? So I'm in the worst situation. I carry on flirting with this boy because I'm, you know, I'm who I am, I'm a bad bitch, and I don't let
0: I'm a people, sh- bitch. I don't
1: let it show when I'm hurt. So I carry on flirting with this boy, he's flirting with this other girl, I realize this kind of it all catches up with me within by like one o'clock in the morning and I go find, <laughs> I go find some backy. I go find, I find backy from one person. I find a riser from another. I find fucking like um, a, filter. a filter from someone else. It's so embarrassing. Cause I know no one at this party and everyone's literally like falling asleep everywhere. Um, and no one wants to give like a drunk weirdo, no,
0: I think you're saying a, a drunk weirdo. No one, no one looked at you as a weirdo. People, a drunk girl, just like yeah. a drunk no, girl. No, you're right. At you're party. right. I'm putting myself
1: down. In the moment, I felt like that, and I try and roll myself a cigarette. I didn't know how to roll, but I also didn't want to ask anyone because I didn't know anyone, and I go sit outside in the cold, and I ring my best friend, who is there for me, but it's also 1am and I'm drunk and she's heard about this boy for years and is fed up with me and doesn't want to talk to me. So she's like, Laura, I need to go to bed. Which again, in... I just, like, I will justify because like absolutely, I would have done the same. Drunk, yeah, have drunk, drunk. The same. people are so annoying. Yeah, But like, I think if that happened now and I like, I don't know, I phoned you for example, Kayla, but like I would expect you to be like, come over like i've got you i'm gonna come pick you up. blah 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 blah. but also we were 17 like i I justify anything a 17 year old does because you don't know what the fuck is going on and you are so you are so going through puberty like your hormones are high and then i have to be like i have to go he's coming downstairs i see him coming downstairs this boy luke he's coming down and I'm like, I've got to go. I've got to go. I literally like rub the mascara off my eyes. <laughs> I pick up my cigarette. I pick up my phone. I'm like, I, he doesn't see me. He doesn't fucking see me. He comes outside. He sits down. He goes, "You're right, Lara." <gasps> like nothing had fucking happened. Oh. And I turned to him. He can. I can. He. I remember turning to him, and I remember his face changing. I remember him seeing the tears, the mascara tears, rolling down my face. His face dropped. I don't know whether it was from like fear. Because like a drunk crying girl is like so scary to like heterosexual men. Or if he in that moment he knew what he'd done, but I just like highly doubt that. And like I was like, Yeah, I'm fine, how are you? And he was like because he was obviously feeling like Mr. Big Balls I was like, Oh yeah, you know, like I'm not too bad. I'm not too I'm not oh, too fucking that's bad. So gross. And I go, I heard you lost your virginity, congratulations. Um, and he goes, oh yeah, no, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I go, mm-hmm, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, and then I can't really remember what happened, I think he was like, are you are you actually okay? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just feeling a little bit shit. Because at that point, when a boy's plus one you to a fucking party and then left you, knowing that you know no one at the party, I think you feel some, unless you're a fucking psychopath, I think you feel some sympathy and then he goes anyway i'm going back upstairs <gasps> see you later and leaves me i had no oh bed God. i had no way to get home i had no jacket i was in a mini skirt and a crop top i knew no one and my best friend had i had just hung up on my best friend who was obviously pissed off at me it was possibly one of if not the most worst moments of my life um I go upstairs looking for a bed because I'm going I have to try and find some sort of sleep until 5am until the first train and his one of his really good friends who I knew like semi well um I walked into the room he was with a girl in a bed in a double bed I walk into the room I go oh sorry and he goes are you okay look literally sits upright goes are you okay i was like i'm fine honestly i'm just i'm just looking for a bed but it's cool don't worry and he goes no come in it's fine loads of space slip sleep next to us here's a pillow here's a duvet like go grab some water i'll save your space come sleep next to us i'm not letting you sleep anywhere else and i sleep next to him and it was if, I, if he hadn't done that in the moment, I don't know what I would have done. I honestly yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, but then it gets good and then it gets bad again. I didn't realise at the time, but also sleeping in that bed was the boy that I'd been flirting with. All <gasps> like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. How big was this bed? Because at the moment we've got oh my God, I don't know. the girl, the boy, so it was, you, it was the, it was the a, boy. It was like
1: a king size bed, but people were sleeping like...
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, what, how do I explain that to the horizontal Horizontally. Boy? Horizontally. So, like, you could fit, like, five people in a bed. I get into bed. I sleep for maybe an hour. I wake up to a hand round my waist. <gasps> Someone's spooning me. It's definitely not this boy's friend because he has a girl next to him so it's definitely the boy i've been flexing night. some hands we're like move around the body a little thing happens body viddy viddy thing viddy you viddy know, viddy... one thing leads to another and we start like getting off blah 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 he semi and this is, this is semi in like the the broadest sense fingers me it's, it's literally nothing. It's like,
0: so he touches much. your belly button. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: that's it. <laughs> um, I give my first ever hand job, I want to say. Wow. And honestly, from this moment onwards, I've never given another hand job because I can't, I actually can't do it because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> it was awful. Just flash. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I also like... Knew what was like sexy or meant to be sexy of like a yeah. woman, so I like got on top of him, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <gasps> yeah, so I immediately got off him. Um, tried to give him a handjob, didn't really respond to it. So I was like, "I'm just gonna stop because this I feel really uncomfortable." And you obviously, when I say this, boy obviously didn't fancy me. He literally ignored me. Like I was flirt trying to flirt with him, he ignored me. He did not fancy me. So I just, so this boy obviously was just like, had a hard on and I just wanted to like, have something to rub against. And I was there. Um, so that made me feel even worse. I wake up at 6am, my mouth feels dry as fuck, I'm hungover as shit. I go Witch. into the toilet, I cry. I come back out, I sleep for, a, I try and sleep for another couple of hours. Then I just get out of bed and I just go stand in the kitchen for a while. Drink some water, don't really know what's going on. Makeup, trash cold blah 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 wait for my friends to wake up guess who my friends are the boy that i was meant to sleep with the night before uh the boy that told me to get it in my face that the boy that i was meant to sleep with slept with someone else and the boy that i had tried to give a hand job to and get on top of and told me to get the fuck off uh so i have to travel home with them for an hour with all three of them i do we go to greg's We laugh about things that didn't happen the night before. What?
0: I'm sorry. Why is that just the most British thing ever? You have the worst night of your life. Well, we went to Greg's. We laughed about it.
1: No, I don't think I even got anything. I think I've just felt sick. I get home and I... Every time I talk about this story, I feel more hurt than I did in the moment. And I think it's because I felt it in the moment and I just repressed it.
0: But also, you know so much more about yourself now, and you've yeah, and you've waited until now to confront these emotions, because you know what
1: in the moment, I felt like I deserved it. That's tea. I felt like i did, i what they were doing was justified, I was ugly, I wasn't attractive, I didn't deserve love, I didn't like I didn't deserve to have a boy, you know want me and so I think I just felt like oh I'm not gonna talk about this because this is really embarrassing and I think back to it now I was fucked over by three boys that night three and And I didn't and I did not have one friend there to help me out
0: and it two of those things were meant to be your first Well, one of them was your first time like tossing off a boy
1: yeah which i still can i just say to this day do not do because of that. <laughs> i don't do it and i also don't get on top of a boy i don't go on top and like i know it's it's you know like something it, no it's not something i should do but it's something i want to do it's trauma because i I don't do it because i am embarrassed i'm so embarrassed that someone's going to tell me that i'm doing something wrong
0: you you uh, i feel like first times are so important and the first time you do something Mm -hmm. is leaves an imprint on the rest of your experiences and that happening on your first time and also adding onto that the trauma of you thinking you were gonna sleep with this guy yeah, for the, the first time and you didn't, that's what has caused all of these like repercussions mm-hmm. of you not being able to do anything like that. Yeah. Sweetie, sip that red wine therapy.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> See, no, literally, I... I had a really hard time when I was 17. Like, I... Like, most people, most of my friends were in relationships or getting into relationships or had boys shit like boys messaging them on Instagram and stuff like that and I remember hearing about it and being like why isn't it happening to me why am I not having this attention why do boys not like me why does this one boy in particular like all of my friends all every single best friend I've had he went for went for all of my best friends and didn't go for me and I didn't for so long understand why and to this day I make excuses for him and I go I was annoying I you know I I was too keen blah 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 you're and you're completely allowed to not like like someone that's fine if someone likes you and you don't like them back that's justified that's all you need you don't have to treat them like shit. Yeah. And I and I do think... I don't think he's a horrible person. I do think he was a 17-year-old boy. Or a 17-year-old in general. You know? It doesn't matter about the gender. But I would like... I, I would have liked him to take some responsibility... You know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, I feel I feel sad for my 17-year-old self. That's I what I feel sad for. And that's
0: that's completely valid. And I feel like you have, you have an absolute right to feel sad for your 17-year-old self because that night ruined so many things for you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to confront them, especially now, because one, at the moment, you don't have the opportunity to, like, rectify that and be like, look what I can do, 17-year-old me. Yeah. But also, in the time that I've known you, I feel like you haven't taken that initiative of, like, self-confidence to go for boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, online dating. No, why were
1: you scared to say that? I feel like that's so true. I agree with you.
0: I just feel like, because, like, you've told me stories about, sort of like doing body shots off of someone in a bar like when they've had a lock in and stuff like that which is like really exciting and that and that's like the sort of stuff that you you should be doing as you know a... what it
1: is so those moments when those happen so for example the body shot i did that with my uh like my friend who's also a girl in those moments not one part of me, there is not one part of me that thinks that I'm the reason that those things happen. I, I always think it's because it's the other person. So I was with my friend there and I was like, we're locked into a bar, of course this would happen to her. No, there is not one part of me that thinks it's me. When I hear cat calling in the street, when I hear wolf whistling, I literally look around And I go, it's that person, it's that person. Even if there's no one around, I never think it's me. My sister has a joke. She used to live in Harrow and her walk from her house to um, the station was maybe, it was under 10 minutes. And every time we walked from her house to the station or from the station to her house, she would go like make the joke, how many people cat called you, Lara, in that time? And I go, none, she'd be like, at least two. At least I'm oblivious to it happening, because it's a weird thing. I'm, I'm so self confident and I I love myself so much. I feel like I've I've done the single thing. I've literally slaved single moments. I love myself, and you know that because whenever I talk about if I want a partner, if whether. If anyone ever asked me if I want a boyfriend or a relationship, I always say, yes, I think I would, but they would have to fit perfectly into my life because I love the life that I live. Like yeah. they need to get on with my friends, be good friends with my friends, um, you know, have as busy of a schedule as me so that, you know, they're not
0: Lonely. waiting on me to yeah. like come
1: around or whatever, be ambitious, be this, be that, blah, blah, blah. I have very high standards because i know what i'm worth yeah no but no. when i when it comes to actually having a significant other or having people be interested in me i literally think of myself as like i don't i don't see myself as a It's so weird because I see myself as attractive and I think I'm attractive, but when it comes to the opposite sex, I don't understand how someone could ever. I look at myself and I go, "I I don't get it. Why would they see me when they could see my friends or see my sisters or see anyone else? I don't think I'm that special.
0: See, I get, no, because I look at you and I go, how could someone not? Like, I just sit there and I go, because you are... The easiest person to get on with. You're so funny. So gonna be <laughs> don't gonna cry bit. Don't cry bitch. But like I, I sit there and I go. Why does everyone around Lara have so much love for Lara? But the people that Lara, like the person that Lara would want to have,
1: isn't that... love them, Not there. Oh, which I don't get it either. Because
0: <laughs> you have such high standards for I one, do. but you can't. We can't blame it all on that. Because someone someone having high standards isn't an excuse. Are
1: you calling me out here?
0: I'm calling you out. Call
1: me out, bitch. I need to hear it.
0: Because you can't have everything. And yes, I do have everything. I understand that it's hard looking at me and knowing that I have everything. I'm wanting everything. But I think you're aiming for the, the perfect thing and you deserve the perfect thing. But you just need to know that you're going to have to wait a hell of a lot longer to get that. Yeah. And it's... And as much trauma as your past has, like, given you, you are going to have to wait for someone that... Because you told me that you want a boyfriend that you can come home to, and you have me, one of our best friends, Ben, and your boyfriend sitting on the sofa, like, watching a TV series, like, laughing, having a good time, and you can stand there and go, wow.
1: I don't need to be here. I
0: don't need to be here, but the fact that I am here is a plus. Just the same as, like, You know what actually, like,
1: fully, like, Not not turn. Do you ever get like a love turn on? Yeah. Like a little like thing that makes your heart just like, "Mm." one of mine is I walk into a room, Caleb, our best friend, like one of our best friends, Ben, sat on the sofa with my boyfriend having a good time. Like they both love him as much as I love him. And I get to walk into a room and he goes, sorry, lads, gets up and like comes to sit next to me. I yeah. want to be the person in the room that the person in the room that everyone wants to talk to wants to talk to. That is what I want. Because I'm attracted to charismatic people. I'm attracted yeah. to people that people love. That is such a turn on for me. That is such a, like, a, a thing. And I know that that's a very high standard. But I also feel like I'm getting there. Like I'm, no. I'm doing bits, I, you know, I went on a date. I went on two dates, uh, no, not two dates. I went on a few dates last year with two different people, which is a huge thing for me. Yeah, it's really big. And I feel like my twenties, 20s... I know everyone says this. I know my it's a cliche, cliche alert, but my twenties were meant to be the time of my life. I feel like if it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have felt this kind of want for that yeah. and this kind of need for that and this kind of like the restriction it's almost like I needed what I couldn't have yeah. to want the thing that I need to have to get to the place to get to that person if that makes sense
0: yeah like get to where you want to be a relationship Yeah, because right wise. now I can't go on
1: dates and I'm very much the type of person that need that if I can't have something I want it and so I needed I needed the restriction to want the thing. And so now I feel like I'm gonna come out of COVID whenever that may be. Please, God, let it be soon. I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my face.
0: I wish that I could live here whilst you have your ho face because
1: oh, oh bitch! I cannot wait because the girls I actually live with, unfortunately, I don't live with Caleb full time, although I love the girls I live with. Shout out to them. They will be guests on the podcast soon. Soon. They are iconic. Um, I can't wait for the, and I don't even know if it's going to be this year because we're not going to live with each other next year, which is really sad because they're third years and I'm a second year. I can't wait for the day that I'm bringing back different boys every weekend. It's gonna happen. I feel it in my bones. I'm so sexually frustrated right now, guys. You you cannot believe, I cannot believe.
0: The only risk you have is like STIs, not COVID.
1: Yeah, and I've <laughs> been lucky. I'm very good with protection.
0: Going back to you being like, COVID has made me ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or not a relationship, but just like seeing people and whatnot. You've also first lockdown, you started working out three times a week. Oh, You started so you started doing yoga nearly every day.
1: Every no, it was every day.
0: Yeah. And that sort of self-care. Does make you the kind of person that's ready to go out into the world and experience things that you weren't ready to experience before. If I could,
1: if I could say this from like a, a first person point of view, I know you're saying this like. I, I did love myself. I thought I had a great body. Yeah. Whatever before I started working out, before all of that, whatever, which I'm very blessed to. I know a lot of people don't have that. Um, I have two, uh, three sisters. Who are all very confident, and I and a grandma who is literally the baddest bitch alive, and is the baddest and bitch. a mum who is a yoga teacher and is fifty and looks like she's thirty, also the
0: baddest bitch.
1: Um, I'm very lucky with the, the women empowerment I have, so sur- I am surrounded by. Um, however, it does not compare to the confidence I have now, and I do fully think that is from taking care of my body and taking care of myself mentally. When I first locked down, I don't do it as much anymore because I'm back at uni and my uni is very intense and I also have a job, but back in lockdown one, especially over summer where I didn't have any work, other work to do, working out four times a week and doing yoga every morning, waking up at the same time every day, not drinking every day because we couldn't, we couldn't go out and see friends, changed my, my mindset. And it was such a slow It wasn't until you just said it, honestly. If I look back, I think of myself before lockdown one. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm thankful for COVID for giving me, giving me the confidence that I have now because I had time to take care of myself.
0: I think also, like, I look at our relationship pre-COVID and I look at our relationship post-COVID and I feel like we've grown so much over this lockdown, these lockdowns and this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I sit here and go, I used to come to you like literally most days when I was at uni and I would like be like, I've got another problem. I've got another problem. I'm so stressed. I mean, I was in third year. Yeah. Fair enough that I was stressed. (laughs) But now I look at us and I think we're different people to who we were before the pandemic.
1: before the pandemic, we were, like, friends with, like, separate lives and stuff. And so, like, we were still we were still this close. We definitely were. We relied on each other a lot. Like, we did phone each other every day and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And we, te- we definitely messaged all day, every day. Yeah, tea. But during the pandemic, we didn't have anything to message about. Whereas before, we had things to message about. Yeah. Like, you were messaging me about your housemates. Or I was messaging you about, like, my night out. And it got, like, during the pandemic, it was... We couldn't message each other about things. And so it was just, you would expect the messaging to stop, right? Yeah, because you no. didn't have anything to talk about. But we kept talking and now I feel like I couldn't have my life without you. Like it's almost like codependency, but like not in a negative way. Like I just yeah. feel like I like sharing my life with you and I like telling you how I feel day to day. Like even Caleb left to go see his boyfriend because we are bubbling with him the other night and then literally had been gone for like what an hour and a half two hours and you facetimed me (laughs) to to tell me something about something that happened in your life and i just love that i love that we have that relationship and i have and that's what also makes me not want a relationship you know it's not i want one like i would love one i think it would be lovely but i'm not sad that i don't have one because everything I could get out of a relationship, bar sex, I get out of my friendships—not just with Caleb, with other people as well—but like a lot from Caleb, and like that's why would I, why would I, you know, go for something that's less than perfect when I have everything that I need in like my friends. Yeah, if that you makes know. sense, is that really sappy? No,
0: no, it's it's absolutely not, and you know like. Elevate your friendships, why not? Like, just yes, do it.
1: Yes, because friendships are for life. And, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason why friendships are for life and like, you know, relationships don't last forever. And it's because we don't, we don't put the amount of pressure that we put on relationships onto our friendships. And I feel like you should be best friends with your partner first and like lovers afterwards, because that's really what a relationship is. It's being best friends and lovers.
0: Also, our very good friend, Dolly Alderton.
1: Yes. If you're listening. Love you. Love you, bitch.
0: Thank you so much. I see you (laughs) in (laughs) Camden. But she, Farley said to her in her memoir and obviously in real life. Have
1: we mentioned to um, Everything I Know About Love? Everything
0: I Know About Love is literally, it's just incredible. I'm going
1: to reread it. No, I've I've decided. We'll do it this week.
0: Our obsession next week.
1: We're starting a book club. Read it
0: farley said to her in everything i know about love and in real life obviously you have these amazing friends around you and the relationship you have with them should be the relationships that you're etching for romantically and you um, should
1: put the same amount of energy that you put into your relationship into your friendship exactly
0: well. and it's about seeing because they, she said look at this relationship we've had for
1: there's a reason, yeah. There's a reason it's lasted for 15 it's years, and we ha- we barely had arguments.
0: Exactly, and and then you say, "Well, why aren't these relationships working out?" Well, look at your other relationships in your life and think about why they have worked out. And it seems like last night, before Harry and I went to bed, Harry turned to me and was like, "You're my best friend," and I was like, "No, yeah," and I was like, "You're Listen, my best friend no, too." No, that's so.
1: You've sat here, and I was. You know, you sat here and we've done a podcast on how you like we've both fallen in love with Nordic boys and blah blah blah. I just want to put like a little moment in here. Like, yes, you had this little fling with Henrik, but like your love affair with Harry just like supersedes everything. And every time you talk about it, it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> I just love it. It's the cutest thing ever. And I just oh! and that maybe because I was friends with Harry and you're my best friend in the net. Like honestly, if you have a best friend and then like another like friend from another place imagine them coming together and falling in love that's what happened to me it's the best thing that's ever happened to me
0: but you've t- you've like taken it in the best way possible because in so many alternate universes would you have fallen out with one of us
1: us <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes i've taken it in a, a wonderful way Good. But it's because I live vicariously through people and yeah. now I get to live vicariously through two people who share the same experience. And so I get double the amount. I'm basically part of your relationship. <laughs> and I want you to remember that every time you enter him. Oh my God, no. Sips red wine.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Let's enter some more people in 2021. Enter- you f- enter Harry more and i
0: 2021, the year of entering people.
1: Have you got any more breakup stories? Any more heartbreak?
0: I, I've got no... Other breakup or heartbreak stories. No,
1: like, straight girls that you've cut the head off?
0: No, they're just breakup stories for them, I guess.
1: Oh, team. <laughs> we love that. That's on their podcast. <laughs> Tune in to their... Shout out to their podcast for that.
0: Whatever that might be.
1: I feel like I've come to terms with a lot of emotions. Sweetie,
0: this has been a the therapy sessions. Oh, for me! For you. For bitch. me! this isn't getting posted. This is just...
1: You, my grandma phoned you up and she was like, "You Good need job. to, you need to speak to Lara. Here's what you need to say." <laughs> my grandma is a therapist, by the way, so she knows. She knows all the tricks.
0: She knows everything. Cheers.
1: Love you, bitch.
0: Love you, bitch. Love you more. No. No, I do. She's bamboozled me. <laughs> anyway,
1: this has been. Sip that that red red
0: wine, wine,
1: bitch. And if you're not puking in the toilet by now. You're doing it wrong. I'm disappointed in you. Bye. Bye.